All right, everyone, what's up? This is a new episode of Sports Harder coming at you live on this Friday night episode. We have an exciting episode that we're ready for everyone to be able to partake of on this uh, eventful uh, wild card weekend and also the college national championship game on Monday. As always, I am your host. For this episode, Maddie Lukewarm Ice and my co-host for the evening is Chris the Gorilla Binder. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So, uh, new new computer for me. So, uh, and we're trying Zoom out. We'll see how this works out. Hopefully, we can give the viewers a good YouTube video to watch. It'll be nice and smooth, no lagging, no like delays. Hopefully better picture quality as well. And uh, of course on the audio end, you know, if no one wants to look at our ugly mugs, they can continue just listening to the, the audio podcast version. So. <laughs> yep. I mean, the, the, the higher quality video might not be a good thing because then they really see how ugly we are. <laughs> Zoom, zoom in on this. <laughs> yeah, it might not be the best best idea for that. Um, <laughs> we see that that new tattoo. You should show off the new tattoo you got there. Oh, it ain't done yet, but yeah, Odin. You know, like yeah, I have all tattooed, man. All tattooed. <laughs> hey, and then uh, you know, the untouched. I don't got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot. Now the mascot is pulling down the 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 phone there, so the mascot is trying to trying Freaking to max knock it off. Huh? <laughs> Freaking Max, knock it off! <laughs> I know, right? He's like, "Give me attention! I want to be loved." So Poor guy for having a corgi. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, he's just never loved. Um, but all right, well, we got a uh, jam-packed uh, episode for the evening. We're real excited for it. As always, we always start off with what's going down, which uh, actually a lot of stuff has actually been uh, pulling up. I actually downloaded, I'll give a shout out to the app for uh, that I've been looking at. I, down, I, re- I used to use it in the past, and I'm using it again. It's called The Score. Um, so instead of using ESPN, I've been using The Score and it's actually been updating me on really good stuff that's been going on that ESPN's been missing out on. Um, or I don't get the update until like way l- later for ESPN. So um, uh, first things first, I guess we'll start off with um, college football news. So uh, Michigan's head coach, Jim Harbaugh, is signing a new contract where he will stay another five years with Michigan. Now, that blows my mind with the the qu- quality of play that Michigan has had. They haven't gone to a major bowl game. They haven't been in the contention for the playoffs. Like they have, I don't even think they've been in the top ten since he's been like the head coach. So no, he was. They he were. was top ten at one point. Yeah, it was. It was like the, his second year. His second year uh, at Michigan. They were like they were ranked number six or number seven, but then they lost like their last two games and ended up missing like the the championship and everything. So 
because they can't beat Ohio State. And I don't think he's beaten Ohio State since he's been the head coach. Nope. I think that's a fact. So, um, I mean, were, were you surprised that he's getting an extension for another five years? I figured he was on the mm-hmm. hot seat. And with this season not going so well again that he, he was gone, I figured they, they were getting rid of him. But here he is now another five years. Yeah, no, I, I legit thought that he was he was done for. Like, it, it's kind of funny to look at because the last time Michigan was relevant, Charles Woodson played for him. <laughs> and now he, this is his year. He's going into the NFL Hall of Fame. So <laughs> putting up the Heisman. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, that is true. And like, they brought him in specifically, if anything, to beat Ohio State. And he hasn't been able to beat the big rivalry game. That's the biggest rivalry game that they have every year. Every year, the the fans look forward to Michigan, Ohio State, and he hasn't been able to deliver. So, nope. I, I, I I don't understand extending him for another five years. I know why they kept him the first go around because they wanted to see his recruiting class and see you know the people he recruited come in, get some years under their belt. It happened and nothing, nothing came of it. So I, I don't really understand um, the 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 thought process behind that. Um, but uh, then uh, other other news in college with the um, didn't they actually pay him like twenty five million too? Again, was that is was that how much it was was for his? I think so. Like that's what's terrible. Like his first contract was five years, twenty five million. I mean, it definitely could be. Uh, let me take a look here. Oh, his new contract details: six hundred and five for each year of the deal. Six hundred five thousand uh, could take him through twenty twenty five. While additional compensation starts at like three point four million in the first year. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he could he could make four million a year. So it's five years. Uh, let's see. Five years, 20 million. So they're basically paying him the same thing that he got when he first, you know, was first there. Yeah, he's making he's making $20 million to be a loser. <laughs> hey, I mean, I could do that. Throw me in there. Right. <laughs> um. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, other college football news, actually a lot of college football news, especially with the national championship game. Um, so much to talk about. A lot of players uh, basically declaring for the draft and um, getting ready for that coming up. A lot of quarterbacks um, declaring for the draft, which uh, should be interesting to see how many get taken in the first round again um, with everything going on. Um but uh, Justin Fields, who everyone thinks is going to go into the NFL draft after this year as well for the championship game, said that uh, he is good to go for Monday to play because I know with that injury that he had against Clemson, he was going to be questionable. But he told reporters that he's good to go and he's ready to play. Um, I guess medical examiners examined him and it was just bruising, no broken ribs. As hard as he got hit, I, I swear it looked like he was going to have some broken ribs. But um, he's a tough dude. Do you, is this still kind of? I mean, obviously, anything like that's an advantage for Alabama. But 
does this like uh, I don't know, like even solidify it even more? Because I mean, no one's giving Ohio State a chance to win this game. Um, I know the spread's like nine points in in favor of Alabama. Yeah. So like, no, that that's not even going to happen. Like, I I don't think Ohio State can win the game, but it's going to be close. It's going to be really close. Like, I, I'm guessing it's probably going to be like a 49-42 or 49-45 with, with Bama winning. Like, because they're both high-powered offenses. And, yeah. I mean, Bama's known for their defense, but they're not going to be able to stop Justin Fields. Like, that dude is a – he's just a monster. Like, <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's got a hell of an arm, and he can run. And he's accurate. He's like Lamar Jackson mixed with Tom Brady. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, like watching so that guy play. So it, it's, I'm excited for him to go into the NFL, but I'm afraid he's going to end up with the Jets. <laughs> it's looking more and more uh, like that. Um, it's it's looking like the the Jags will take um, Trevor Lawrence, and then the Jets will probably take Justin Fields, unless the Jets screw up their pick again somehow. The Jets find a way to jet it up. I don't know. I don't know how else you'd phrase that. I mean, right. they. They, they just find a way to screw things up somehow, especially with picks. Like, they've had so many number one picks over the years, and, and none of them have done anything. So, you know, they, they, they could easily find a way to, to screw it up. Um, but so Here's a question to throw out to you really quick. It's yeah. Kind of off, it's kind of a little off topic, but not really. Who has <laughs> a better career, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? Oh, man. Um if Lawrence goes to the Jags, Fields goes to the Jets. Who has a better career? I I still feel like it would be Trevor Lawrence. Not not necessarily because he's better. I mean, I I kind of think he does. He is a little bit better than Justin Fields, but um, just the way that he can dissect a defense and everything, and he can run too if he needs to. I mean, he he has the mobility. You know, kind of like a Patrick Mahomes who. Patrick Mahomes doesn't run all the time like a Lamar Jackson, but if he needs to, he can use his legs to get into the end zone, you know. Um, but I feel like Justin Fields is go if he goes to the Jets, at least if that is what ha- is what happens, is he's not being set up for success. There's there's nothing there to set him up for success. I mean, the Jaguars at least have a couple wide receivers that could help him out, or they could draft some more people, like but the Jets literally have no one. Like they, they have like I can't think of a Jets wide receiver name right now off the top of my head. Yeah, I think so, they traded them all off. Yeah, so it's just like I, you know, who's Justin Fields going to throw to? Like you know, and, and maybe they'll draft someone again. Like maybe the Jets will draft a wide receiver, but to start your career, you need people who are who have been there for a little while, and the Jaguars at least have. Uh, a couple people that could help him out like Chark, you know, Chark could be, you know, a good wide receiver for him. Um, then who else is it? Conley. That's with the Jaguars as well. Isn't, isn't Diddy Westbrook still there too? Yeah, I, I think he is. So. I mean, yeah. they have a, they have a fairly decent receiving core. Like, I mean, it's not a top notch receiving core, but they're still good. You know, they're solid. The Jets seriously have nothing. I think I think their top receiver this year doesn't even play for them anymore. And that's Quincy Anunua. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. So, I think I mean, they traded him off like, right at the freaking trade deadline, and he's still the number one receiver for the team. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it wouldn't look promising at all for uh, Justin Fields if he went to the Jets, unfortunately. I mean, it's terrible to say for any player going to an NFL team, um, but I feel like they wouldn't really set him up for much success. Um so, so yeah, and um, the, speaking of if a player can do well in the NFL or not, it seems like you're leaning more towards Justin Fields could be a good NFL quarterback um, it, if he maybe gets some weapons around him or something like that. But um, so the Heisman Trophy uh, ceremony did take place. It's already happened. I'm sure a lot of people already know that the wide receiver from Alabama uh, uh, what was his name? Is it Devontae Smith? Yeah, Devontae Smith. Yes, he he won the Heisman, uh, the wide receiver for Alabama, which I kind of figured he was going to win after what he did in the champion. Well, the semi semi playoff game. Um, he's he's winning all the awards. He won the wide receiver award that they give out for wide receivers. He won like the offensive player of the year award that they give like he's and he won the Heisman and he's the first one to win it since um who was it that you said the the one guy that really didn't do much in the NFL um oh my lord I can't remember (laughs) brain fart by the way uh, really quick while I'm looking that up I I was wrong about uh Quincy Nunwa he didn't even play this year and he's still with the Jets so Uh, that, that's how, that's how memorable their their wide receiving core is. <laughs> Did he opt out or something? Yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah, Desmond Howard. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah, he was a return guy. He like he. I mean, he got a Super Bowl MVP as for the Packers when they won their Super Bowl. Yeah, I and, mean, and like with Brett Favre. Ninety eight, ninety seven. Yeah, I think it was ninety seven. So, I mean, so, yeah, it was, it was back. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, nineteen ninety one was when he, he won the Heisman. So you know, it's uh, you know, like you said, we kind of are questioning if he's going to be able to do that, like in the NFL. But with all these accolades and with winning the Heisman and stuff like that, you got to think he's at least going to go top five, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry, excuse me. I could see him going top. I could see him going top five. Um, do they have the draft lineup yet? Let me look. Yeah, they 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 have most of them already played out, other than the playoff ones. Um, number I know three it goes the Dolphins because the Dolphins got that pick from the Texans. Um, because the Texans did so poorly this year that the Dolphins have the number three overall pick. You wow. know. And so everyone is debating and talking, you know, is Tua going to still be the guy or are the Dolphins going to use the number one, the, sorry, the number three pick to get another quarterback, you know, pull, no. uh, pull a Rosen, you know, cause Jalen, Jalen Rosen was picked by the Cardinals top 10 or something like that, you know, first round. And then the very next year they get the number one pick and they freaking take, um, uh, uh, shoot, God, why am I blanking on so many names tonight? Kyle Murray. So, 
the very next year they used the number one pick to take Murray. So, I mean, could they pull that same thing like the Cardinals did and pick someone to replace Tua? No, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to stick with Tua. Um, I, I honestly could see Miami pulling either an offensive lineman or uh, going after Devontae Smith and giving somebody besides Devontae Parker to throw at, you know. Shoot, man, that would be crazy if, if if they if they got him or if they trade their pick away. I mean, they could always trade it, obviously. Um, yeah. And and maybe try to get him in a later round. Not a later round, sorry, but like a later pick in the first round. Um, but, yeah, the Cardinals could easily take Devontae Smith in the number three overall pick and get to another weapon, you know. They – we're so close to making the playoffs this year. It, it, it's kind of sad that a team like the Washington football team is in, but then like someone like the Miami Dolphins are going to miss out, you know, just, just because of how good the records were, you know, in the AFC. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see for Devonte Smith. It was cool. You know, that someone other than a quarterback won the Heisman, I thought for sure. Maybe they would give it to Trevor Lawrence, but um, with Alabama having all those weapons, you know they they have a great quarterback, great running back, Heisman Trophy winner, wide receiver. I I, I think they're going to beat Ohio State. So, um, you know, I I think it'll be uh, more of a blowout. Like you were saying, it was going to kind of be close. I feel like Alabama is going to kind of just run away with it. Really, like I feel like it'll be you know- like them playing Notre Dame. You know, we, we kind of – the bad thing is we said that Clemson was going to blow out Ohio State. We're like, that's not even going to be a close game. <laughs> and it wasn't a close game, but not in the way that we thought it was. Yeah. Like, Ohio State completely demolished Clemson. Yeah. Yeah, they they really did. Um. So, yeah, so we'll see on, on Monday how, how it plays out. Um. Let's see. So uh, a lot of other players uh, saying, you know, that they're going to go into the draft. Uh, Travis Etienne announcing that he's going to go into the draft. Um, I can see him getting drafted high. Um, Trevor Lawrence, uh, the quarterback for Texas A&M is going to declare for the draft. Um, Quarterback for BYU declared for the draft, and he's going to go pretty high too. So, Yeah, I I feel like he's going to go high. Um, kind of off topic, but on topic since we're talking about the draft, especially with it being my team, I feel like the Rams could easily go after a pretty decent quarterback in this draft. Like, you know, they Mm, they don't have a first round pick. Do they not have a first round pick again? No, this is the last pick that they gave up for, uh, Ramsey. For Jalen Ramsey. Yep. It goes to Jacksonville. And well, that uh, I mean, even in the second round, as many quarterbacks that are going into the draft, I feel like we could still get someone in the second round. Um, even like that Texas A&M quarterback, he 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 was pretty good this year. I mean, the Texas A&M almost made it to the playoffs. You know, I feel like. Do you remember the last? Do you remember the last Texas A&M quarterback? <laughs> I feel a little oh, money, Manziel. 
I, I, feel, I feel a little bit better about this guy than Manziel. <laughs> but, um, okay. it, it's one of those things where we saw what Sean McVay can do in the Cardinals game when he has a mobile quarterback. And it opened up the deep ball. It opened up so many things. I'm not saying we need a quarterback like Lamar where he's going to run like every other down. But just to have it there as a threat just in case, like a Patrick Mahomes or, you know, a Trevor Lawrence who can get out of the pocket when needed if he's in trouble. Because Goff can't get out of the pocket to save his life. If the pocket is collapsing, he's screwed. So it's just like we need someone that can improvise and get to where they need to be on their feet. And I feel like one of the quarterbacks in the draft can do it. Or as we get into this topic moving away from college football now if we don't unless you have something else with college football Mm-mm. but moving away okay moving away from then uh, something that happened uh today uh deshaun watson saying that he's very unhappy with the texans organization and there are rumors that he's re- going to like request for a trade because he was not involved in the picking or the choosing of the general manager or the new head coach and they have already uh, picked a new general manager, and he was not happy about who it was. Um, and it was the former Patriots general manager. Um, and so if the Texans decide for some odd reason that they are going to trade Deshaun Watson, a lot of people say it will never happen because he had such a great year, even with a crappy team, Deshaun Watson still put up the most passing yards in the NFL. So a lot of people to what is the second most passing yards in the NFL? No, no, did he actually? No, because he played the last week and Patrick Mahomes didn't. Yeah, that's right. Because Pat Mahomes is ahead of him. Yeah. And Pat Mahomes didn't play. So, okay. So, I mean, but even with Patrick Mahomes, I mean, if you think that, like, I mean, all the weapons that Patrick Mahomes has, I mean, Deshaun Watson, who, who, he, he didn't really have that many. Weapons. Dude, you have Brandon Cooks. Uh, well, not and Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb is a solid pass catcher. He's not a speedy guy. He's not going to yeah. run you down. Like he's he's not he's not Tyreek Hill. But the dude, you throw the ball to him, he's going to catch it. Yeah, you know, you you can pretty much guarantee he's going to catch it. And Brandon Cooks is that speedy guy if he can stay healthy, and he stayed healthy this year. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't really finding the end zone all that often, though. Um, and that he was that, racking up yards, yeah, racking up yards, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so, but my my thinking though, and uh, you know, I can talk into existence or at least try to talk into, into existence, whatever I would like for my Rams team doesn't mean it's ever going to happen, but somehow I feel like the Rams could get Deshaun Watson from the Texans that the Texans just want to scrap everything, start all over, you know, new head coach, new general manager, and somehow the Rams get Deshaun Watson, that would that would open up a lot. It would just be mind mind blowing so much better to have someone like him on the Rams and then the defense that we have, then we we would be making some things happen. So don't crush my hopes and dreams here, all right? I'm going to crush your hopes and dreams a little bit because (laughs) I can tell you – I can tell you probably who your quarterback would be. Marcus Mariota. 
Marcus Mariota. I mean, hey, he would still maybe be better than golf, you know, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think the Raiders are going to keep his contract because next year they owe him like $13 million. So I don't think they're going to keep him. I think they're going to cut him. And, you know, yeah. I mean, he look, look for him to go to a team like the Rams or even the Panthers because I, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a one and done in, in Carolina. Yeah, he he definitely he definitely could be. Um, I don't know, just uh, something something that's going to be talked about a lot this offseason, season, um, especially if Deshaun Watson's already talking about it, you know, and he's already saying that he wants to be traded because he's he's not involved in the decision making. I mean, he's, he's going to go to the Patriots. <laughs> that would be terrible. That would make that would it, it would be. Heart. <laughs> I, I would, I would hate, I would hate it. I absolutely would. But that's where he's gonna go. <laughs> All right, Chris is calling it. He's he's saying Deshaun to the Patriots. I'm saying to the Rams. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. I mean, I talked into existence a lot of other moves that the Rams uh, made before, and it it somehow came to fruition. So. You never know. Maybe maybe it'll still happen. But just wanted wanted to point that out because uh, that was that was being uh, talked about. Um, so another thing that has uh, been breaking news today: um, the Oregon defensive coordinator is finalizing a deal to become the new Broncos head coach. Um, so uh, that's uh, that's. Uh, a, a new thing for the Broncos. Of course, you don't like the Broncos. I mean, with them being in your division and stuff like that. But, okay. um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So it looks like the Broncos are going to be getting uh, their new head coach from uh, from a college football team. I didn't think that you know Oregon had played well enough or done that much to be able to to have their one of their coaches get picked up. Um, I know Especially the Rams. a coordinator. Huh? Especially a coordinator. Yeah, defensive coordinator. Um, I know the um, – excuse me. I know the uh, the Rams defensive coordinator has been sought after by a lot of teams to, to be a head coach, and I would hate to see, that, see him go because he's been doing such a good job with our defense. I mean, we have the number one defense in the NFL – and Wait, I, don't you guys still have Wade Phillips? No, no, we we got rid of Wade Phillips. It's uh, Brandon Stokely, I think is his name. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, yeah, he he's being he's being sought after for head coaching jobs, which you know I don't want it to be one of those things where like every time Sean McVay gets like you know defensive coordinators or assistant coaches or whatever that everyone's always going to want them to be head coaches just because they were with Sean McVay, you know, um, I don't want it to be like a Nick Saban thing where, you know, whoever the offensive coordinator is for Nick Saban will get a head coaching job in college somewhere, you know, um, which has already happened. I, I, I've, I forgot to mention that when we were talking about college with everything else, the, the offensive coordinator for Alabama is now going to be the head coach for Texas. So yeah. we talked about that last week. Did we? Yeah. Uh, I, I must've forgotten that we had talked about that then. So anyways, um, 
So uh, with that, uh, other head coaching jobs being discussed and uh, sought after, because there's six head coaching jobs in the NFL right now. Um, Urban Meyer is being interviewed by the Jaguars uh, as we speak. It happened today. Uh, so Urban Meyer potentially going to be the head coach for the, the Jaguars. Now, if he does get that job with him being a former former Ohio State coach, do you think that he would flip the script and actually pick Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence? No, he could. Um, I don't know, though. Like, I, I just – I don't know. I don't think he would because he sees the potential in Trevor Lawrence. And that's kind of where the GM is leaning is like, hey, let's go after Trevor Lawrence. You know, so I, I don't see him going after Justin Fields. But, you know, I mean, if he does, then that's good on Justin Fields because that gives him a better opportunity than the freaking <laughs> Jets. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, you know, and then what what happens with Sam Darnold? Because it just seems like everyone's kind of just being like, okay, the Jets are going to go for a quarterback. Yeah, if the Jets go for a quarterback, Sam Darnold, I don't know. He's going to end up either being a backup somewhere or he's going to go to, like, a team that needs a quarterback. I could see him going to, like, a team like the Bears, you know, because the I Bears. Could see him going to the, I could see him going to the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, They could try to mold him into – you know, a better quarterback than what he had with uh, than what he had with the Jets, and he would have a, a good defense behind him, especially if all the Patriots defenders that opted out because of COVID come back. So, right, um, you know that, yeah, that could be a possibility. I was saying I could see him going to the Bears because the Bears are obviously flip flopping. I mean, yes, they're in the playoffs, but they think he won't flip-flopping quarterbacks going between Trubisky and Foles and everything. And so I I don't know. And I feel bad for Nick Foles because he, he just, you know, went from winning a Super Bowl to getting a big payday in Jacksonville. But then he gets hurt in the very first game at no fault in his own. And all of a sudden he's back to being backup quarterback for teams. I just don't, I just don't understand. He never even got a chance in Jacksonville because he got injured. Right. Uh, they thought they had something in Gardner Minshew, and then they found out this year they really didn't, which is funny because I remember you and I were talking about it, and we're like, dude, Minshew magic was a joke. Like, I, I, we were talking about it at the very beginning of the season. I think it was, like, kind of during the draft. We are like, Minshew magic really was not true. Like, it, it was it was a fluke. It was nobody knew what to take of him, and this year he's just going to be walked all over and he was benched in the third week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He he really for Mike Glennon. For Mike Glennon. <laughs> let's, let's let's be real here. Mike Glennon. Not for a good quarterback. This guy was cut by the Raiders to keep Nathan Peterman. <laughs> that says a lot right there. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, just to put things into perspective, you know. <laughs> yes. Gardner Minshew got benched for Mike Glennon. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be interesting, all the different scenarios going into the draft and what teams are going to do, and especially with um, all these head coaching jobs. You know, what are these head coaches going to do? What Who are they going to pick? You know, how, how's that going to go? So, um, it, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be very uh, interesting with, with all of that. Um, let's see. I think, I think that was all the big major – news topics that I that I saw um, uh, coming coming out the, the major news stuff that was reported um, was there was there anything else that was that was major that's been like talked about or anything like that that I had missed um, Alrighty. Well, I guess the the big thing then is going to be uh, talking about uh, these uh, playoff scenarios and talking about everything that's going to be happening for uh, this weekend. Three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Uh, of course, the Packers and the Chiefs will be sitting at home watching and you know cheering for the worst team to win so they can play against them um, and. Uh, I think it's going to be really fun. These, these games, um, I feel like some of them are going to be pretty close. They're going to kind of be like toss ups, you know? So, um, it, it'll be fun to, to, to get into, uh, you know, talking about them and talking about what's going, going on. Um, let me take a look here. Yeah. One funny thing is I actually did, uh, some picks for my wife for her work. For Jeanette, oh, um, yeah, because her work does like little, like bracket type things where it's like here's all these picks, um, and you have to go off based off the spreads and stuff. Um, and if you if you get the most points over the weekend, then you get like a twenty five dollar gift card or something from her boss, which is, I mean, it's really cool. But like everybody participates completely free and stuff. So she sends it over to me, and the Bears-Saints game, uh, the Saints are projected winners by 10 points. That is a huge spread. So I told her, I was like, pick the Bears. And she's like, I don't want to pick the Bears. I'm like, you're not picking the Bears to win. You're picking the Bears that the Saints aren't going to cover that 10-point spread. You're picking the spread. That's all you're picking. You're not picking them to win. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I've speaking of the Cowboys, my buddy is a, a big Cowboys fan, Jamal. Um he uh he actually messaged Jeanette the other day and said, Hey, I love you, but uh can you take Mike McCarthy back? <laughs>
And that was that is is huge because the the Mets basically acquire someone who's been voted as MVP uh, the the past couple of years uh, on onto their roster that actually has some really young guys that can this could potentially take them over the top to be able to be able to you know make it to the World Series and you know actually get to to where they want to be. You don't think the that them getting Lindor is going to help them get over the top? I think Lindor is going to help them get to the playoffs. I don't think it's going to get them to the World Series because the Mets are cursed. <laughs> like, like, tell me I'm wrong. Like, they're they're cursed, man. Like, I've, I've liked the Mets for a long time. Like, I'm not a fan of them, but. You know, yeah. they, they had some good players back in the day. Like Mike Piazza was arguably one of the best catchers and like to ever play the game. He's one of the best hitting catchers to ever play the game. And they couldn't win with him. Like one, one player isn't going to put him over that hump. One player might help them rally a little bit and kind of make the playoffs. You know, I mean, if it's a full season, if it's a full 162 games, then yeah, you know, I, I could see, I could see them making a good run, but I, I still don't think the Mets are, they're not quite there. They don't have the pitching staff, to be honest, to actually make a, make a good, a deep, deep playoff in World Series run. You know, they have, they have the talent to make the playoffs, but I don't think they have the talent to make the, the World Series even with Lindor. Really quick while you're talking, because you're on your phone, you're not, you're not getting picked up on the podcast. Oh, okay. There we go. (laughs) Uh, I spent too much too much time looking at that on my phone. Um, need to focus on doing it more on my computer screen <laughs> than on there. Um, I'm not used to the computer running so quickly. I, I usually have to use my phone, you know. Um, let me. That's why you need, that's why you need a, a MacBook. Well, I mean, this new computer, you know, is running really great and really fast. I just. I, I'm used to my other computer that's like a piece of junk that ran really slow. So I was I was not not used to all of this. Um, there we go, MLB. So so your computer was the Daniel Jones of computers. <laughs> Runs slow and trips over itself. Trips over nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would you would be correct with that. Um. Trying to see here. Because I just wanted to see, like, ESPN is kind of annoying trying to look on here for articles, too, because it always just says that you have to get, like, ESPN Plus to, like, be able to read, like, the full article. And it's just, like, it's an article. Who reads articles anymore? Like, why do I have to have ESPN Plus just to read an article? I have ESPN Plus. Oh, there, there you go. It just doesn't make any sense, though, that I would need it just to be able to, to read articles. Um, but yeah, anyways, 
we'll see. That was like, uh, you know, very big. That was a very big uh, move in the offseason, uh, getting uh, Lindor uh, for the Mets. And I think it's what the Mets were waiting for all this time. And they got a new GM who, you know, has won World Series before. And they're kind of happy that he's there because now he's making these big moves like he just did with, with getting Lindor. So, um, but yeah, so... Uh, I guess what we'll do now is we'll just get into the. Sorry. Uh, I'm like on the Francisco Lindor, like I'm trying to watch the or read that, and it keeps jumping over to Jim Harbaugh. I don't <laughs> freaking care about Jim Harbaugh. Show me the friend Francisco Lindor. <laughs> there we go. Like I want to know. Okay, there we go. Alrighty. Um, well, uh, I guess the the only thing we should get into then is uh, talking about these playoff games. That way, we can talk more in depth about it and how we feel and stuff like that. So it'll be more than just doing our normal uh, our picks. Uh, we had decided that uh, with that, the current score as of right now is. 196 and a half and 82 to 192 and a half and 84. Um, so <laughs> catching I'm you, lead though. So, you know, <laughs> I'm catching you. Uh, we decided you can feel the heat. <laughs> <laughs> so, decided, uh, with that, uh, we're gonna up the ante a little bit and we're gonna have. For this wild card weekend, two points for each game will be awarded for the picks. And then uh, the next uh, round, the divisional round, we'll do three points for each game. And then the uh, divisional championship games will do uh, four points, right, for each one. And then five points for the Super Bowl. So up the ante a little bit. I feel like we're going to be making the same picks, though, for, for some of them going forward. So... Uh, it might be a stalemate, or you're gonna have to just pick against me. One, one of the two. So, <laughs> yep. you see, I, I also think that, uh, like in the Super Bowl, if it's close, we're gonna go opposite anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Just, just so that way there can be a winner. So, yeah. Um, alrighty. So the, uh, I guess this one I usually do my intro for for the picks of the week. I, I'm trying to think of what would be like a good. A good intro for playoffs because you playoff. know playoffs <laughs> playoffs 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 we're talking about the playoffs <laughs> I need that like that sound bite I just need to play that somewhere in <laughs> playoffs <laughs> Oh, man. And uh, unfortunately, this is being retired. We're not doing any locks. We're not doing any upsets. So you you can say goodbye to the lovely uh, segues of uh, locks and upset picks. No more. It is for this year. Yeah, for 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 right now. So we can we can say goodbye to that. Um, But uh, Mel thought it was uh, quite embarrassing when I did the uh, "It's the Final Countdown" song for the for the picks last time, 
she 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 listened to it in the car with me she was just like shaking her head she was just like oh my gosh <laughs> i was like hey what you do when you married me so you you got yourself into this <laughs> <laughs> all right so the the first saturday matchup is going to be the 11 and 5 colts versus the 13 and 3 bills um so the 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 red hot bills that uh, Colin Cowherd has as his number one overall team for the past three weeks, he has them over the chiefs, um, which I guess we didn't do our top five, bottom five. I don't think it really matters now that we're in the playoffs. Um, no. So we don't really need to worry about that. Um, and with you being behind, I will give you the honors of picking first. Well, it's not cool because you're going to pick the same team as me because I'm going the Bills on this. I, the Colts are good. Their defense is strong. But the Bills' defense and their offense is just ridiculous. Like, they're they're going to tear them apart. Like, it, it's – it's if we we're going based off the spread, I'd still take the, the Bills. So – Yeah. I mean, they played against the Dolphins and made them – look like the old Dolphins instead of the new Dolphins. Like, the Bills... They made them look like a high school team. Yeah, they just absolutely put a, a whooping on them, and they... The Bills have the confidence right now that they need. They have the swagger that they need. They have, like, all the momentum in the world, and I feel like they potentially could have gotten a first-round bye if the Chiefs didn't have such a good record, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm going with the Bills as well. I mean, like you said, you knew I was going to pick the same as you, but the the Bills are on a roll, man. I can't see any team stopping them. I'm hoping that they're not going to be like the Ravens of last year when everyone thought the Ravens were going to roll the, the Titans and then the Titans pull off a win. So um, hopefully, hopefully that, that won't happen again. Um Next matchup will be the ten and six Los Angeles Rams versus the twelve and four Seattle Seahawks. Uh, and as always, being a Rams fan, I'll make it easy. I'm going with the Rams. Um, to talk more about it and get into more some more detail about it, the Rams have not. Sean McVay has not officially said who is going to be the starter. If it's going to be Jared Goff or Wolford, and. To be honest, I mean, I would rather have Wolford. Yes, Jared Goff, he's coming off the surgery of the thumb. He says he's throwing good and he's fine, but he's still questionable. Jared Goff has the experience. He's been in a Super Bowl. He's been in the, the, the tough playoff matches. Wolford is not. So would I like Goff because he's used to it and he has the experience? Yes, but has golf been playing good this year? No, he's just been playing awful. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, he's ADD. He's just like, oh, yeah, I feel like playing good today. Like, I don't know. So, like, <laughs> it's one of those things, you know, we, like, we beat the Seahawks the first time. The second time we lost, but we had them all the way up until the fourth quarter, and then Jared Goff decided to golf it up and, you know, made these mistakes. So, you know, we have the number one defense. I, I feel like, you know, we have Cooper Cup coming back. We have Michael Brockers coming back off of the COVID list. Um, we, we have a lot going for us. 
I'm just hoping we can pull it pull it off. Wolfer brings a new aspect of being able to do play action and being able to run the ball with his feet, kind of like Russell Wilson does. So um, going with the Rams, don't know who's going to start at quarterback, but hopefully the defense can kind of just, you know, solidify it more than our offense can for us, which is interesting because when Sean McVay first started, we were all offense. We would just score loads of points and we had a crappy defense. Now we have the number one defense and then not so much a great offense. So So I'm going to throw a funny stat at you. Russell Wilson has been sacked 29 times this year. That's it. It's not bad. 29 times he was sacked. 11 of those came from the Rams. <laughs> the Rams have had Russell Wilson's number. Like, they get to him. Yeah. Aaron Donald gets to Russell Wilson. Uh, like, it's just they, – they've always had the Seahawks offensive line. But the Seahawks are on an absolute tear right now. They have momentum leaning their way just like the Bills do. Like they, I think they're on like a four or five game win streak, and they're just like they're just walking over people. Like Russell Wilson has is back to the way he was at the beginning of the year. Their defense has finally stepped up and actually started playing. And I think, even though the Rams have the better defense, I think what's going to kill them is Jared Goff. And he's going to cost them the game. He's probably going to throw two picks because he's going to play. He's going. He's too stubborn to not play. He's going to play. He's going to throw two picks. One of them is going to be a pick six, and it's going to hurt. And for that reason, I I have to go with the Seahawks. Sorry, man. Oh, not just because it's against my team. Even if the Seahawks are playing the Cardinals, and you, dude, I hate the Seahawks. I would still be gutted. Like, you, you realize the Seahawks used to be in my division. <laughs> before the division change arounds to where yeah. there was four in each conference, yeah. where there was only three in each conference, it used to be the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Seahawks in the AFC West. Yeah. So I hate the Seahawks as much as you do. but <laughs> And I grew up up there. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's bad. But no, I, I think the Seahawks have all the momentum on their side, and I think that's why they're going to take that game. Fair enough. Playing in Seattle doesn't really help much either. Um, playing outside. Well, there's no crowd. <laughs> no, no crowd, yeah, but playing outside. And would have been better if the Rams could have played in that new stadium indoors, you know. Because, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure we – did we beat them in – did we beat them in Seattle the first time? Maybe it was in Seattle. I think so. And then the second time we lost at home, which is kind of kind of odd. But um, anyways, then the uh, scintillating uh, night game for tomorrow is the eleven and five Bucks versus the seven and nine Washington football team. Um, so a lot going on with uh, this matchup as well. The Washington football team, uh, Alex Smith, still questionable to play in the game. And there was a news break today that um, Tyler, uh, or sorry, Taylor uh, Henke is reportedly as a real chance to start against the Bucks, and he's been taking 
most of all the reps at practice. So it's not even looking like Alex Smith is going to play tomorrow. Um, I mean, that's, that's a, that's, I mean, it was already again, there was already a lot stacked against the Washington football team, but that makes it even more. Um, and, uh, Oh, what else was there? There was one other thing that was uh, – oh, and then the, the last game before this, because we didn't get a chance to talk about it, was the Washington football team versus the Eagles. Now the Eagles are being accused of um, throwing the throwing. game. Throwing the game by uh, taking Jalen Hurts out and putting the other third-string quarterback in. Uh, when the Eagles legitimately had a chance to win if they would have left in uh, Jalen Hurts. And I think it was funny, the reporter even interviewed Alex Smith after the game and asked him, like, oh, what did you think was happening when they benched, like, um, Jalen Hurts? And he, Alex Smith was just like, oh, I don't know. I thought maybe he was hurt or something was going on. And it's like Alex Smith knew exactly what was going on, but he wasn't going to blatantly just be like, oh, yeah, thanks for the win, guys. You know, like <laughs> – you know, so uh, I don't well, know. There's also there, there's reports on that as well that like a couple of like the offensive and defensive linemen uh, actually went after Doug Peterson and were like, "What the hell are you doing? Why are we throwing this game?" Like, I get that we can't go to the playoffs, but we should not be losing this game. We should play all the way out. Yeah, because especially with the divisional, it's a rivalry game, like. Yep. Um, so the that the the Washington football team basically didn't even really deserve to be there either because the Eagles threw the game in a sense. So I don't know. No momentum for the Washington football team, I guess, is the main point and focus for for what I was trying to prove with that whole spiel. But um, uh, you get to go first for this one. Yeah, like your point is completely valid, but there's one aspect that you didn't put in, and that's that Tampa Bay is an absolute juggernaut of a team. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The only reason they're a wild card is because the Saints beat them twice. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's the only reason they're a wild card. So, I, I, if Alex Smith was playing, I would go, hey, I'm going to go for the underdog and go for Washington, you know, comeback player of the year. But, like, if they're not even playing him, like, I'm not I'm not going to play that. I'm not going to even, like, watch this game. Like, it's not even going to be fun to watch because Tom Brady is going to pick apart that young defense and just make them look silly. I mean, it'll, it'll be nice to see uh, – what's his name? Chase – Chase Young. Yeah, yeah, Chase Young. It'd be nice to see him level down freaking Tom Brady, but just once, just hit him once. That's all I want to see. You know, but I, in my right mind, I can't pick Washington. I have to go with Tampa because if I pick Washington, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep, going with Tampa. I can't. I can't go. I can't with all that spiel that I said at the beginning. I can't. I can't pick a different team. Um, I don't even. I think I know Mike Evans got hurt the last game. I don't even know if he's going to be playing. But no, really, he's not playing. He doesn't even need to play for them to stomp them. Like they still no. have Antonio Brown, who's getting hot now, which you don't want Antonio Brown getting hot. Like, 
they they just have ridiculous they had too much depth they have too much too much all going on Dude, um, they have antonio brown they have chris godwin they have scotty miller then they have gronk and uh oj howard and then they have their backfield which is LaShawn mccoy who's their third string running back yeah behind ronald jones and leonard fournette like that team is a massive juggernaut. It's not even fair on paper, like, period. Like, if you put those te- two teams against each other in Madden and let them play just a computer versus computer, it's going to be like a 65-3 to three blowout. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. It wouldn't, it, wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be close. So I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, all right, so those are the three games for tomorrow. And then the first game on Sunday is the 11 and five Ravens versus the 11 and five Titans. Um, the The Ravens are on a roll right now. They they got hot at the right time, and that is solely because they're letting Lamar Jackson run the ball more now, like they used to, instead of just having him throw so much. Um, but I think they had to throw so much because they had gotten down by so many points in the other games. Um, Tennessee, man, they just don't know how to lose. Like, they they find a way to win all the freaking time. It's crazy how many overtime games they've won this season and, like, how many games uh, Derrick Henry has rushed for over 200 yards and they still barely win the game. Um, You know, and in the game against the Texans, like, the Texans gave away that game. Like, you know, it was crazy. I didn't even watch the game, but I saw the highlight of like Tannehill just being like, Bloop. like I'm just going to throw a 65 yard, yard bomb. Yeah. I'm just going to throw a 65 yard bomb and you know, eight seconds left in the game. AJ Brown is going to be single covered. Cause you know, why, why double cover the best player on the team? You know, let's just single cover him. you know, drop it right in his hands and then kick a field goal. Got ice in his veins. The kicker just like, no, no problem. Yep, yep, we won the game. Twelve seconds left. <laughs> it just blows my mind. Um, but I guess I get to pick first with this one, right? With this matchup. Yep. Oh, this I think this is the toughest one of the whole weekend. It really is. Yeah. Um, to, Ravens. This is a revenge game for the Ravens. They were the juggernaut team last year that no one thought anyone could beat. They thought it was going to be Ravens Chiefs in the division in the division championship in the AFC championship, and then the Titans come in and just shock the world and beat the Ravens at, at in Baltimore, you know. And so this is a revenge game for the Ravens. And you know what? I'm I'm going to go with the Ravens and say they get their revenge. They want it. They they need it. It has Lamar's got to get a win under his belt for the playoffs and. This is the time to do it because, like I said, they're hot right now. And Tennessee, yeah, they always find a way to win, but it seems like their their defense isn't as good as what it was last season. So I, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I'm I'm crossing my fingers. Lamar can get it done with his legs, and they they keep that momentum going. They keep that hot streak going because Baltimore, all they have to do is stop Derrick Henry, and then they have a good chance of winning. So if they, if they can just stop that guy, which, I mean, no one's been able to figure out how to do, but maybe if they can, 
then I, I think they'll they'll take it. But it will be a close game. It's gonna be it's gonna be very close. It could come down to like, you know, uh, Tucker. You know, I, he's got ice in his veins. Like I could see him kicking like a last second field goal, like sixty yards, like no problem, and, and win the game. So that's fair. So you said nobody can stop Derrick Henry. Like honestly, the dude is six foot three, two hundred and sixty pounds. He is a linebacker. <laughs> that runs a four four forty. Yeah, like there's a reason nobody can stop him. Like he will run you over and then outrun you. Like it's it's Derrick Henry is a monster. What's really funny is you said something that I've heard a lot of analysts say, and that is Lamar Jackson needs to get that playoff win under his belt. This is only his third year in the league. <laughs> Why does he need that playoff yeah. run under his belt already? Like he's still building that 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 poise. He's still building that that prestige. You know, like his first year, he played three games because he was he was backing up Joe Flacco, and they decided to bench Joe Flacco. He came in, played three games. They didn't make the playoffs. The next year was his MVP year, technically his first actual full year in the league. He got the MVP, went to the playoffs. They went like 13-0, and 0, like ended up going 13-3, and 3, but just torched everybody and then, yeah, ran into the Titans. The Titans don't have the same defense they had last year. Like they had a really good defense. Like everybody was like attributing the wins to Derrick Henry. That defense was stopping everybody until they ran into the Chiefs. They don't have the same defense this year. That's why they've had to have such close games. You know, so many, like, really close, end-of-the-wire, overtime games. But that being said, Ryan Tannehill is finally starting to prove the quarterback that everybody thought he was when he first came into Miami and then realized, oh, maybe he's not that good, leaves Miami – shows just how good he really is. And Ryan Tannehill is one hell of a quarterback. The dude's got an arm. In the game against the Texans, yeah, Derrick Henry rushed for 243 yards or 246 yards. Ryan Tannehill threw for 400 and four touchdowns. Like, he, he's he's good. Yeah. He's actually a lot better than everybody thinks he is, but Derrick Henry gets all the praise because Derrick Henry is a linebacker doing a running back's job like it's just it's not cool to watch like you watch him just stand next to Tannehill he's taller than Ryan Tannehill (laughs) it's funny but I agree with you that Baltimore needs to get their revenge but I don't think it happens this year I'm going with the Titans oh man nice nice so uh I think that's uh, two games that we've gone against each other. So uh, getting a little bit of uh, separation there, depending how those games go. Um, or tie it up. Yeah, true, true. Um, so the the next matchup is the uh, eight and eight Bears versus the twelve and four Saints. Um, Bears getting in because the Rams end up beating um, the Cardinals. So with that win, the Bears got in no matter what um, because the Bears lost to the Packers. Um, and then the Saints, uh, you know, 
Saints have been interesting this year, kind of up and down in certain games. Uh, but they've, you know, Alvin Kamara, you know, breaking that that rushing touchdowns in a, in a in a game uh, was was crazy to see. Um, Drew Brees hopefully will be, you know, a hundred percent for this game. But even if they put Taysom Hill in the game, I'm not saying they're gonna, but I'm just saying like. You know, even if he was in the game, I would still take the Saints over the Bears. So yeah, I think I think this is uh, Saints. Saints were uh, praying to the right football gods, whichever one, to be able to get the Bears. They they, they got lucky. <laughs> what makes me nervous about this game is the last two years the Saints have lost to the Vikings in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, true. What division are the Bears in? <laughs> the same one as the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes me nervous. It really, really does. Because, yeah, Breeze has his ring. The Saints got their ring. But since then, he's kind of been a choke artist in the playoffs. He's been the Tony Romo of the playoffs. And, I mean, I, I have all the respect for Breeze because he's probably one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. He really is. Um. That being said, and trying to make an argument for the Bears just isn't logical. <laughs> so, no, they, they look like a toilet seat for a reason. <laughs> I'm going with the Saints on that one. <laughs> oh, poor Bears. Poor Bear fans. Now I can't unsee that. That's all I'm ever going to see now whenever I look at their logo. <laughs> it looks like a toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad day for the, the Bears. Um, alrighty, and then the last game uh, is the night game on Sunday. It is going to be the eleven and five Browns versus the twelve and four Steelers. Um, the this game will be interesting because the Browns beat the Steelers in the last game to be able to get into the playoffs. But the Steelers weren't playing anyone on defense. They weren't playing Big Ben. They didn't play any of their offensive people. So Juju Smith. We were actually wrong about that. So I thought they weren't playing anybody. They played their full defense. Oh, the they had every. Steelers did. The Steelers played their full defense. Everybody played. The only people that sat out was it was Ben. And I want to say it wasn't James Washington. It was their third third receiver. So fourth receiver. Sorry. So they have they had Juju playing. They had uh, Chase Claypool played. James Conner played. Like I think really the only main starter that sat out was Big Ben. Hmm. It was Mason Rudolph. But, I mean, Mason Rudolph still didn't really look that good. You know, I mean, the Browns defense isn't the greatest right now, but they they had a bunch of people sitting too. Like half of their secondary was sitting. So, um, I get to pick first. True. This is the first time. Now, before you pick, though, that uh, Juju Smith was, you know, interviewed uh, about playing the Browns again. And uh, he, you know, they said, are you worried since they beat you the last game? And he basically responded and said, no, it's still the same Browns. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, 
you know, they, they don't have any respect for the Browns. They still feel like they're the same Browns as, as before, you know, the same crappy team. So, you know, I understand because it's a rivalry, you know, it's a division game um, and it's playoff game, but uh, you know, Juju's kind of opened up his mouth a lot more lately and kind of, you know, gotten himself in trouble. So just wanted to point that out real quick before you made your pick that, you know, Juju's saying it's the same old Browns. He's not worried. Yeah. That, that was actually something that I was going to bring up too while I was picking because the last time that he did something stupid, he was dancing on the Bengals uh, logo in the middle of the 50-yard line. And how did that game end up? Yeah, right. <laughs> he got laid out. Like, they were headhunting Juju. And you think Denzel Ward and Carl Joseph and Andrew Sandejo aren't going to be headhunting Juju Smith-Schuster in this game? They are going to make his life a living hell. And this is the first time the Browns have been in the playoffs, I think, since they came back. <laughs> I, I really – I think so. I don't think they've been in the playoffs since they came back as the Cleveland Browns because originally the Cleveland Browns moved to Baltimore, became the Baltimore Ravens, and then they decided to bring the Cleveland Browns back because the fan base wanted them back. So they did an expansion team, Cleveland Browns. And I don't think they've been to the playoffs. Not once. Yeah, I don't think so. They're not going to squander this, especially against the Steelers, who are their division rival. Like, they are going to fight tooth and nail for this game. We're probably going to see some fights in this game. Oh, yeah. We're going to see, we're probably going to see ejections in this game. It's not going to be a pretty game, and I'm going to love watching it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with the Browns on this one. Oh, the Browns. All right. Um, man, so the only thing that concerns me is, you know, Big Ben, you know, he has his couple rings, you know, um, so he's used to this kind of pressure. He's used to the playoffs, you know, playoffs, as they say, is a different animal from the regular season. Like you said, players hit harder, players, you know, run faster. They do everything another level. They, they step up. It's the playoffs. Everything always steps up. So it worries me that Baker, you know, hasn't been in that situation yet and he hasn't been put through that yet. Yeah, I mean, he's been in big college games, but in the NFL, he hasn't been put to the test when it comes to that. So that that does concern me. But I feel like the, um, the Steelers have kind of just – they started off hot with, you know, their undefeated record and then just spiraled out of control after that. Um, let's, let's be fair with that. They didn't play a good team. Well, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, but they were still undefeated, and then they played some crappy teams and still got beat like they did against the Bengals. Um, so my trust in the Steelers isn't very high with with everything. Yeah, their defense is, is pretty, pretty stout. Um, but I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to go with the Browns. I think they finally break the curse, and they, they – uh, they, you know, get past the first round. I don't, I don't know if they'll get any farther than that, but I think they, they, they'll get past the Steelers. Yeah. I don't think they'll get any further than that because that's when they're going to run into like the chiefs. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, cool. Well, those are the, all, all the playoff games for this weekend. Uh, 
some of those games will be fun to watch. Some of them I think will not be as fun. Um, I'll probably be angry and upset, especially if the Rams lose. I'll just be like, ah, gosh dang. But, you know, it, it is one of those things I'm kind of, as a Rams fan, looking more forward to the offseason of seeing if the Rams do go a different direction with quarterback. So um, it will be interesting to, to see that happen. Um, I guess the, the last um, – the last thing we can do is just wrap up like like we always do. Because um, I think I was thinking about wrapping up with, like, uh, you know, who we think MVP and Defensive Player of the Year and different things like that. But I think those titles are all kind of being wrapped up and decided already. So um, yeah. people kind of already, even though they haven't given the awards yet, have already kind of deemed who they wanted it for. So um, Yeah, I think – I think we were wrong. I think both of us were wrong on MVP. I don't remember. I don't think either one of us picked Aaron Rodgers. Well, I throughout the season, I said it was going to be – at first, I, I said it was going to be Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, or Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson kind of fell off. Patrick Mahomes still kind of stayed neck and neck with Aaron Rodgers, I feel like. But then Aaron Rodgers was, you know, at his age doing what he was doing, and putting up the numbers that he was putting up made it that, you know, he was going to get the award. You know, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing, if he was maybe retired, then Patrick Mahomes would have ran away with it and won it. So, um, yeah, I think Aaron, Aaron Rodgers – I mean, even announcers, when you watch the football games, have already – you know, when you watch the, the Packers-Bears game, the announcers were already saying, oh, there's your MVP coming onto the field. Like, you know, and – like one of the announcers was like, "Oh yeah, I, ha- I have an MVP vote, and I'm gonna vote for Aaron Rodgers." Like you know, so I feel like even when the announcers are starting to say it, it's kind of a done deal. So yeah. So one thing to throw out: in five days, hockey starts. <laughs> that is true. I'm excited about that, and especially with uh, where we moved and the new TV setup that we have, we are gonna get the uh, Washington Capitals games. Uh, so I'm definitely excited to be able to start watching those. Um, once baseball starts, we'll be able to get Orioles games and uh, um, Washington National games for for uh, for Mel. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> and the Capitals uh, signed uh, uh, who was it the the guy uh, Sakar or whatever from. Uh, the Bruins, that tall ass guy, he's like seven foot tall or something like that. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. We were such rivals with them, and now he's gonna be on the same team as the Capitals. So it'll just be funny to watch the Capitals players. Hopefully, they don't forget and like accidentally like check them or something like that. Oh crap! I forgot you're on our team now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, so yeah, yeah, hockey will be back. That'll be fun. Uh, NBA has been interesting. We'll you know keep talking about that. Right now, the 76ers are kind of running away in the East. They they've been doing really well. Um, the, I think they're the surprise team right now. I think they're like seven and one or something like that, or eight and one. So uh, wow, we'll we'll start talking about NBA and getting into that as well. So uh, with things winding down with the NFL, that means all the other sports are coming to light. So. Um, seven and two. 
Seven and two. Okay, there you go. Yep, they lost one. <laughs> They're on the streak of losing one. That's their streak right now. <laughs> so yeah, it just just recently happened then. So so yeah. Um, all right. So I guess we'll end like we always do the the way that you normally like to sign off and wrap things up. Well, now it doesn't really matter because like if they can't <laughs> sign him now, but Earl Thomas still not signed. <laughs> I don't like now it's playoffs in the off season. Like every day he's not on a team. I still want to do it that way. Like okay. Earl Thomas still not signed. Okay. There we go. Awesome. I, I, I feel <laughs> awkward if we don't do it. So, uh, right. So, all right, cool. Well, as always, we appreciate you guys. Hopefully this video will turn out really well and we'll be able to load the whole thing up on YouTube. Uh, as always, just go on our YouTube channel, uh, sports harder podcast and subscribe, uh, hit the notification bell. Uh, hopefully you like seeing us and uh, our our pretty pretty faces and uh, we'll <laughs> yeah that's flexing, what they like you know you know my that's tiny, what they like right tiny, there my tiny muscles right here you know <laughs> um but uh, hey look I'm shredded <laughs> ah clever slapper <laughs> shredder on my bicep that's a knee slapper um such a dad <laughs> joke <laughs> um. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, you can check us out, like I said, on YouTube with the video. Uh, you can listen to us on, as always, the Anchor app, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, all the major podcast places. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find our podcast ad. Just search for Sports Harder Podcast. Um, my brother-in-law is still working on our new logo. Uh, supposedly, he's gotten my beautiful face done. So now look working on uh the good old gorilla binder to get that part done. that's gonna take some time man <laughs> make this look pretty oh. I gotta, gotta chisel it out you know sculpture <laughs> um so yeah uh new logo coming soon so we'll keep an eye out on that um check us out on facebook sports harder podcast uh if you comment or do anything like that then you know we'll talk about it on the podcast and and uh go down that route we'll give you a shout out um you can also uh find us on instagram at uh sports underscore harder underscore podcast um you can find us on twitter at sports harder p capital s capital p um hopefully we can figure out some ways to get uh social media stuff rolling more and get more people involved in it and more things going on uh we'll try our best to make things fun and exciting um, I know we're going to do a contest for the Super Bowl like we always do. So we'll have some type of prize for the winner. Um, whoever picks the right team and the closest score uh, will. Last year we did a B-Dubs gift card and um, can't remember who who won it. But I, I know they uh, said that they enjoyed it and they were happy. So, you know, maybe we'll do another B-Dubs gift card or something in, in that area. Um or I'm also I'm also working on a sponsorship. Nice. See, I knew you were the for a reason. I, I <laughs> had it all planned out. I knew I knew I could trust you. Um. So yeah, and uh, so we'll catch you guys uh, next week, same time, same place. Until then, we will catch you. Yeah.